Hey, Adam. What's up? How much can you lift? About uh, 225. Good day. 225 pianos? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. You're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you today. Today's episode is brought to you by SoundSlice, our brand new sponsor. We love SoundSlice. We use them here at Open Studio every single day. Right. Almost all of our courses have some kind of SoundSlice on them. We love to transcribe with it. Go to SoundSlice.com. Check out our version of our theme song, Emotion in Motion, by the wonderful Peter Martin here on yesterday's lesson. And you can see exactly the music as it's playing the track. It's incredible. Uh, and then check out all the other things that Sound Slice has. The community, the slices. Yep. It's all good. Yeah. So wait, why, why don't we get that emotion, emotion in the community there? Can we do that? It's done. Oh, it's done. It's done, buddy. Oh, well, go check it out in the community. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what do you think I'm talking over here about? <laughs> yeah, Sound Slice, it's, just, it's, a, it's one of these products that, you know, you never knew how much you needed it and how much you wanted it until it, 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 it was there. And then yeah. it's like, bam. And, you know. We've known and been friends with uh, Adrian, who's the f- the founder and CEO of, of uh, and an amazing musician himself of Sound Slice, and he really just nailed it with this product, developed it. It's constantly getting better. Yeah. We have it all over Open Studio. I mean, it's so thick, thickly integrated in what we do that it's um, it's crazy. But it's just it's such a delight to use the player, the elegance of it, uh, and it the does editor. So much. You can transcribe with it. You can you actually can notate with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's I mean they're very much like and it's also an online uh, uh, browser based notation system. Yeah, it's not software point. that you have to download. And we've seen that develop o- over the last year and a half or so to an amazing level. So it's always getting better. Yeah. And uh, we're very proud to be associated with them both on the podcast and at Open Studio. Yeah, buddy. So okay. That's uh, SoundSlice. Soundslice.com. Yep. All right, today we have a question from an email. This is from Rick. Rick asks, I've been playing in London full-time for about 12 years now, and I'm lucky to have a Yamaha Grand at home for the last three. My chops are pretty decent, I'd say, but occasionally I play a nine-foot Grand that just kicks my ass, and I lose so much facility and volume. It's usually the Steinways. Yamahas usually feel like home to me. Do you and Peter have any advice on how to deal with this? It's a horrible feeling to feel like you're Waiting through, I don't know what that word is, treacle? Triacle. Triacle? I don't think that's a word. I don't either. (laughs) Uh, Are there any specific exercises for this? Does working out your back help? Many thanks, Rick. Well, I mean, you could work out your legs. Uh, You could do shoulder day. Yeah. Oh, uh, treacle. That's called, that's how you say it. I'm looking it up in the It's dictionary. a real word. Yeah, it's British term for molasses. Oh, <laughs> so we got lost in the lift elevator <laughs> conundrum kind of That's thing. That's right. All right. Treacle's like molasses. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, this is, this is sometimes you encounter, uh, especially with bigger pianos, some that can maybe be a little bit sluggy. You've got to be in good shape for sure. Yeah. And I wonder if, um, mm, you know, there's, there's the idea of, the the action being very heavy we typically say or um yeah as i always say not weighted that's more like with the keyboard but just heavy or yeah, tough tough yeah. yeah but i think he's talking about specifically the piano and the amount of energy we have to put it in to kind of harness the sound i think but 
there's both different things because you could have a you know it's nine foot Steinway or Yamaha or anything a big piano that has a very light action actually yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe that wouldn't feel as much as treacle to as treacle I, I'm so excited about yeah, my new word this now. is actually really great <laughs> no you know what though there the, this is a difference because sometimes a lot of times it can be action and it's not just how heavy it is but it could be how deep it is maybe it's yes. way too deep you know yeah. and that can be a problem that the key the key literally takes longer to hit the bottom. Right, and that's that, like a regulation issue. It's a regulation issue. Sometimes it could be the soundboard in that it's uh, your piano at home. Also, yeah. you're in great conditions at home, right? You're in a little room with yeah. a smaller piano, and it feels fast. The sound comes out fast and yeah. is controllable. Sometimes you're in a, a bigger room with a bigger piano, yeah. and the, if it's not a great loud piano, you can feel like you're really trying to push to get the sound out here. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, obviously you can practice to get more chops to get stronger yeah we like to do i think for me man the the exercise that you showed me is the the one three one three one two three chromatic scale mm -hmm. um uh it's a great exercise uh rick it's just literally the chromatic scale using your thumb and your third finger and then anytime there are two white keys in a row it's your third and your second finger so that you're really working out these larger n muscles that'll kind of help with some strength Make sure to be playing every day. But then other than that, man, I would say, actually, you have to kind of use your imagination on some of this stuff sometimes. Yes. And you have to lighten up. Yeah. And you have to have your fingers in the key bed, not trying to push, not trying to slam, mm -hmm. and let, let it come to you yeah. as opposed to going to it. I totally agree. And I, and I actually think that uh, the, the better the sound and condition of an instrument uh, the it, if you're doing it right, it should be the less work you're having to do. So right. if you do what you're saying in terms of really working with the instrument, um, then it should be less energy you're putting out. Now that is certainly tempered with the with the very valid concept of the larger the instrument, the more power it has, and and so potentially the more to be able to harness that power in the way that you want to the more, uh, you know, sort of strength and agility you need to have. But I think the quality of it, that's where, you know, if you can tap into that, which is sort of based upon the feedback you're getting in terms of how it's sounding as you play. So to your point of like different rooms and stuff, that can have a huge effect on that. For sure. But if the feedback of the sound that you're getting and you're able to control the instrument kind of within the range of what you're trying to get it to sound, then you really shouldn't be getting as tired, I think. So that's why I'm wondering if this is a little bit of an action thing that um, Rick in UK, in London, is is more used to that Yamaha action yeah. than a Steinway. And yeah. I think, you know, in general, there's nothing wrong. Look, these are, Yamaha makes some amazing pianos. Steinway makes some amazing pianos. These are, you know, truly great companies. Fazioli, Bulls and Darby. We know all the, Kranich and Bach sitting right here well, by us. I don't know if I would <laughs> include that in the list. Yeah, but, um, you know, we want to, we want to stay away from just playing on one instrument as much as we can. Uh, I think because you do get used to that and that becomes like your skill set to be able to control an instrument is so much based around that instrument. And you're not always going to have that. We are not violinists or trumpet players or flautists that could always have our instrument. Yeah. Um, and even they will tell you, though, when they get in different halls and stuff, if you're a flautist that um, I just like to say that word because I'm so good <laughs> yeah, at it, flautist. No, sound affects them. A lot of people say flutist. But um, yeah, it does. And it makes it feel like the instruments are different and everything. But they know that they're on their instrument. Like for us, it's always like, wow, it's a new instrument. But we got to have that flexibility so i would recommend to you rick in london 
is is work into your practice routine maybe a friend's house or a studio you know sometimes you can rent a studio i actually had a million dollar idea i'll be happy to give it away to all you you'll hear it listeners what you got? which is like an app it's almost like it would be like an airbnb kind of app but for practicing the piano we oh, have all yeah. these people with great pianos That's... especially in a city like london all right all right let's Does trademark that exist that already and Add it. A, uh, andrew check that out if that's a valid idea idea of so this will never get heard yeah yeah <laughs> no but it's like People are going to work all day, and yeah. they have these beautiful panels that are sitting there. Out-of-work jazz musicians just want to sit around playing a great piano all day. So some kind of system where you go in and, and for a couple bucks. I'll be honest. Hour. You'd have to pay me a lot of money to let me let a jazz musician <laughs> in my house when I'm not there. I've just really? known too many jazz musicians. No offense. <laughs> You're saying they wouldn't be using the piano. It would be more like using the bar situation or it's whatever else. It's a whole host of issues. <laughs> yeah. I think it could be worked out, though, maybe. somehow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but so, but maybe you have a friend. Uh, maybe you have a, a school, and th- this is not about going to get better pianos. Or th- you gotta, you gotta be comfortable. It's just different, you yeah. know. A little bit of practice on different pianos. Um, I think, you know, I think our flexibility. We've talked about this before. Comes from sort of being forced to do that all through. I mean, certainly when you're in school and whatever. It's just what you have to deal with. I mean, you, you'll get to a, an important gig and. Oftentimes the piano is not ideal, you know, right? Or it's not even there, or it's not even there. <laughs> and you just have to learn how to deal with it. And it sucks, but it's part of the game. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what we don't have to bring our own stuff, which yeah. is nice. But then we have to deal with whatever's there. Yeah. Part of it, though, Rick, is a little bit, I think, in your head as far as just like don't feel like you have to push. If there's an opportunity to have, you know, the sound in a monitor, which is not always the case, but in clubs yeah. or theaters, it's the case. Make sure you can hear yourself so that you're not. overplaying you know if there's no monitor situation i remember uh sean jones talked about this about playing with uh pop bands and r&b bands that like you know the horns are usually the quietest thing on stage compared to like the electric bass and the drums right so you have to use some imagination that you are louder than you are so that you don't overblow and it's the same thing i think about this all the time because oftentimes you know especially if we're acoustic piano and there's drums and it's a situation where there's not great sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? We will have to use our imagination and deal with it. Absolutely. And just not overplay. Keep it light. Keep in the keys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you're playing any nine foot piano in even moderately good condition and because I think you said um, loose facility and volume, you're not losing as much volume as you think you are. No. <laughs> I mean, the way that the piano is positioned, the way the sound comes out, depending on the room and stuff, but on a nine foot versus like a six foot or even a smaller like baby grand is not that different sometimes to the pianist, but out in the hall or to the other people on stage, it's very different. Um, so you have to kind of trust the instrument, try, you know, depending on if you're playing acoustic, if you have a sound engineer, you have to kind of trust the sound engineer or go check it or have somebody doing that. Truth. Um, but this, but yeah, the sound is there for sure. Cool. Well, uh, again, today's episode was brought to you by SoundSlice. Go to SoundSlice.com and uh, follow this link here that we've put in the description to check out our SoundSlice version of Emotion, Emotion. Yes. You'll hear it theme. That's how it goes. Hey, you know what? what? Leave us a rating and review, too. We like those. Man, why have we been off the rate? We, we've actually got, can I read one? Can I share one? I know you'd like to. Well, I mean, only if you'll let me. Okay, good. Go right <laughs> ahead. Um, oh, maybe we don't have any. Oh, yeah, we do. Here we go. Okay. This is, uh, uh, yeah, the title of this is The Seven Star Review. Yeah. That's cocky right yeah. there. This is an it's, A7 star. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, this is from just a couple of days ago. It's better be good. Yeah. Uh, as a classical musician and composer looking to diversify my intellectual diet, this podcast is perfect. 
Not only do I get to spend quality time listening to great jazz, the podcast is stimulating and keeps my mind open to different sounds, ideas, and philosophies. I'm grateful that my friend recommended this podcast to me, and I continuously pay it forward, recommending it to those who will give it a chance. By C.L. Thomas Music from the USA. Thank you so much, C.L. And yeah, if any, if any of you guys, if you, if, if it's upon your heart to pay it forward and and share this on Twitter, the internets, um, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever you want to share it, wherever. share it, share it's it, baby, yeah, share it. and you know, sh- share it on the YouTube's wherever you want, man. It's all good. We love it. Yeah, we love it. Till you'll, so, you'll hear it tomorrow. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. Still rusty. <laughs> Still rusty. We Put that go one back on remote. the old. Uh, you want me to go into the uh, Catalyst Lounge and we can go remote? And no, no, it's, that's harder. <laughs> Put that one, Andrew, Andrew, on the bloopers. This yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, put it all on the bloopers. Jeez.